So we're, we're back. back. Coming, in <laughs> coming into the Hope Trip, as my brother Pat likes to say, I was practically dragged here kicking and screaming. I love helping other people. I just wasn't looking forward to spending my week with strangers. And being our first year, we really had no clue what to expect. I personally was excited to go on the trip, but anxious at the same time. As some of you may already know, the HOPE in HOPE Trip stands for Helping Other People Endure. However, after actually experiencing the trip, we like to think of it as home and others practicing Christianity with enthusiasm. H is for home, where we started and where we will always come back to. When we gathered at St. Stephen's last Sunday morning, we were separated by age and existing friendships. Yesterday, on the morning of our departure, we stood together as one. It was evident that we as a youth group had grown closer together. Our accommodations were less than ideal. Sleeping on the floor of the school's gym with close to 200 other girls was a drastic change from what we are used to. It was hot and crowded, but getting to share the experience with others made it much more comfortable. O stands for others in 10 different states and 19 other church youth groups. On the first night, we each met the crew that we would be working with for the entire week. They were all from different churches in different states. Then, on Monday morning, each of us had the pleasure of meeting the resident, the person that we would be helping for the week. Each day, our resident expressed their gratitude in so many ways. After our work day, we would all return to Noble High School for much needed showers, early dinner, and a chance to socialize. The, the place that they have created feels so safe and open. It's remarkable. The strangers that we met on Sunday night are people that we care about just one day later and throughout the week. P stands for practicing Christianity. Every morning and night, the campers gathered in the auditorium for worship. Not unlike a church service, there is a daily theme we come to understand through the worship leader hearing scripture and singing and dancing very loudly. This week's daily theme was transforming ourselves with the help of Jesus Christ. For some of us, this is the most we have ever prayed in one week. During each workday, each crew set aside, set aside time to do our daily devotions, which are in the books given to each participant. Daily devotions is a time to share our own stories and encourage each other. E, enthusiasm. Every morning, each crew left excited to get to their job site. One of the challenges we had were the daily afternoon thunderstorms especially since most jobs were outside, building decks, stairways, wheelchair ramps, and painting. But this never, never dampened our enthusiasm for our work projects. We always had the opportunity to go inside and spend some quality time with our residents. Looking back at what I was thinking before the trip, I see that I the completely wrong idea of what was ahead of me. I now know how much this trip has benefited me, I think we speak for everyone when we say it has been rewarding in every way. Now, this trip would not have been made possible without the help of our group leaders, Kim Marshall, Rich Duncan, Bill Bernhardt, Jamie Mosdale, and especially Diana Gill. Thank, Thank you, you for your support and guidance <laughs> and love. Good morning. I'm John, and yesterday I got back from the Hope Trip. Um, before I share my experiences with you all, I'd like to thank uh, Mother Whitney, all the chaperones, and everyone here who made the trip possible, whether it's through fundraising or um, planning out the actual week. I know that 
uh, the youth and I all appreciate your help a lot. This Hope trip was the second one that I've been on, and there are definitely some similarities and differences compared to my first trip. Uh, all the kids were in a gym. We didn't have our own private room. Uh, there was no AC. The food was about the same, but for me, the biggest difference was that the second time around, I wasn't as caught in the headlights of trying to figure out um, what the camp was all about and what my days would look like. So I had more time to kind of reflect on my experiences as they occurred throughout the week. And I wasn't expecting any more of a religious connection the second time around than I had the first, but I think that um, having that extra time is what allowed me to connect deeper with the trip. And for me, this culminated in a car ride that me and a bunch of other St. Stephen's kids had with Mrs. Marshall. And we were originally talking about what we're getting out of the service so far, and this kind of ended up becoming more of a philosophical debate than anything else. And at the car ride, uh, at the end of it, we'd had ourselves half convinced that we'd discovered what it meant to be truly happy. Uh, our conclusion was this. We found that so much of the angst and pressure we feel in our lives is caused because we judge others by our own value in comparison to theirs. There's always going to be someone who's more successful, smarter, more talented, and recognizing this is one thing, but that alone doesn't do much to combat the stigma of this not enough attitude that prevents so many people from appreciating what they do have. And throughout the Hope Trip, I met some people who were able to find happiness by avoiding these comparisons, and others who were still struggling to leave them behind. Amy, an 89-year-old lady, was the owner of the house I painted throughout the week. She and her husband had built the house by themselves 25 years ago, but her husband passed shortly after. And I could tell throughout the week that she was still uh, deeply bothered by this, but she also talked openly about how she avoided moping about losing the life she had before with her husband by filling her new life with other things that kept her active. And the first thing that my crew noticed when we got uh, to the work site was that her entire backyard was a garden filled with flowers, and she talked about how she would go out there at six in the morning every day and tend to the garden, and then she'd go back inside and she'd do yoga like she's been doing every day for 45 years. And throughout the week, we'd see different people coming and going to the house, um, whether it was to knit with her or keep up on French literature. Um, even though she was 89, she still wanted to keep up on her French, even though she didn't get out of the house that much. And um, by doing all of this, Amy was able to help herself move on from um, what she lost when her husband died. And she wasn't internally comparing the life she had now to what she had before. So I encourage all of you to create your own definition of success, a set of values that's unique to you and can serve in place of the comparisons that we make to the people around us. And out of everything that I got out of the Hope Trip this year, it's this message that I'm going to hold on to you for the longest. Thank you.